in a world for friends one mission to bring freedom to everyone involved dude what the fuck are you doing doing a thing for the podcast just say the name fine it's the freedom friends podcast Boys, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. all you hear is just Woo. torches. Yeah, we're all yeah, lighting yeah, up yeah, today. Yeah. Light it, smoke them if you got them. Well, so, well, boys and girls, welcome to the Freedom Friends podcast. Brought to you by I am John Scott's over there. We got uh Jim from episode Fuck You, sir. And a few other fill-ins. And a few other fill-ins. <laughs> that's, that's, that's our favorite one. Yeah, that's our favorite one. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and we have a special guest on today. Who do we got, Scott? Introduce yourself. Okay. I am Scott from Redland Cigar Company. So we got two Scots. So that's going to oh, be fun. Two Scots. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're going to get screwed up tonight. So we got we? Scott from Redland Cigar Company, and his got- cigar shop is uh, here in San Antonio. And he carries Warfighter, good friend of the shop. So, and he's kind of a kind of a funny, uh, rough around the edges dude that we wanted to bring on the podcast. Uh, uh, give us a little bit about your, your background. Background, let's yeah. see. Uh, Start from uh, birth. No, no, no. <laughs> Start from when you were four, because everything before that's just <laughs> stupid. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, sorta, sorta. Um. Mother and father. Father was prior military, Germany, born, raised in the U.S. after being born in Eder Oberstein, Germany. Nice. Yep. And then uh, moved around quite a bit. My father, of course, being military for 31 years. A lot of time, Sergeant Major, retired, Command Sergeant Major. So where were you born? In Germany. In Germany. In okay. Germany. Moved around different places, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Sheridan, uh, Hawaii, actually Fort Shafter, Hawaii. Wow. Now, mostly people, Schofield. You yeah. Know, you know that, guys. Most people at Schofield. But Shafter, he was. Because by then, he had uh, already come back to Nam after a couple of tours. Nice. He was in logistics, moved over logistics. Uh, then with New Orleans. Ended up being a sergeant major of Louisiana Army National Guard out of New Orleans. Nice. Yeah, that was a good little spot for him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he enjoyed that one. Yeah. <laughs> New Orleans, right? Uh, after that, I uh, got into service myself. Right after I graduated a year later, got into service myself. Serve uh, eight years. Um, good times, uh, rough times. You know how it is, guys. <laughs> what what year did you get into? I got in in seventy nine. Seventy nine. Yep. Post Vietnam. That's a bad old days, boy. Yeah, buddy, man. But Reagan was coming in, so things yeah. got things got things better for you quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Especially the pay. Yeah. <laughs> it got way better. I mean, I'm I'm out in the civilian war working for a year. I'm getting constant raises from this guy. I work for a scrapyard. This guy, I was a mechanics helper. I had this Cuban as a boss. Holy crap. This guy, all he knew how to do was scream. You know, just <laughs> like the old man, you know, sorry, right. Rangers. All they know how to do is scream and get it done, right? So um, I'm going uh, going to service, getting my first check after, you know, going through a few weeks of basic, get my first check. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> 396 damn dollars for the month, bro. <laughs> Thank God there's a roof over my head and yeah. I'm eating for free. Yeah. <laughs> and what all a, my clothing's covered so far. What yeah. a nice roof. The clothing sucked and the food sucked, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> damn, dude. So anyway, after that, I served in Hood, Germany, Fort Polk. What'd you oh. do? What'd you do in the army? Uh, combat engineer. Combat engineer. Yep. All right. Did combat engineer for six years. Uh, blew up my knee for an air assault training. Sure nice. did, Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little rough That'll time then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my belay man left me, man, hanging forty feet from there. Huh. Went straight to the ground. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's why all that shit's not good for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sergeant Major hits me up. You know, walking by me one day as a hood. He said, "Uh." Hey, what do you think about air assault, man? Because he's trying to get people on a list back then. That's what they do. Yeah. And he's just walking by people asking, he says, what do you think about it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm all gung-ho, man. Let's do it, Sergeant Major. You know? He says, yeah, let's do it. So he says, all right, cool. 
Let me sit, sit you on a list and you'll get orders for it, okay, in about a month. All right. Get my orders, go out there. Everything's cool. In the wintertime. Yeah. <laughs> go from Fort Hood. <laughs> out there at camp yeah. in the winter. Like, oh, shit, here we go. We, we had some doozies. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Oh, you and Campbell? Yeah. Both of us yeah, were Campbell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then you know. Yeah. So uh, anyway, when I fell 40 feet to the ground, yeah, it's like a free-for-all. You know, um, you mean thank f- God it had been snowing. You mean a free-fall? Free-fall, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Free-fall. Yeah. Uh, thank God it had been snowing the week before. I was in high grass when I nice. hit the ground. Thank God. Knocked me out, dislocated my shoulder, blew out my knee. We're, One of those uh, things. Did you happen to be airborne qualified also, or just yes, yes, I was. So you did not do a proper PLF, sir. No, I didn't. <laughs> damn it, the rope got in the way. Yeah, <laughs> damn rope, son of a bitch. Come out that damn back of that Chinook, man. Damn, it was a little easier. It seemed like out of the plane. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I got one uh, reclassified in my MOS. You know how that is? Combat Arms P3 profile. No yeah. go. Yep. <laughs> Went through that kind of crap for what, about a year. What'd you reclass to? Uh, seven one golf, which was a patient administrator. Oh yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to paper pushing then, which I, I kind of you know I had a I had a gift for it. I guess I don't know why. Maybe yeah. maybe it was in the genes, right? You know what I mean. And then uh, did that for a while. And then what's funny? I'm gonna tell you a little the funny story. Oh, you the, the no shit funny th- story. No shit, there you were story. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Oh, no. just a funny story. Just funny story. Okay. You ready for a right. funny story? Sure, yeah. Okay. I report in, right? It is a no shit there I was story. Just but I think he has another one. No, this is this is the... I have a lot of bad stories. So. <laughs> Not very good stories. Anyway, the funny story is this one, okay? I get into my, reporting to uh, Bain Jones Army Community Hospital before they built a new one. And the Sergeant Major there calls me off like, what the hell did I do? You know, the first Sergeant says, hey, before you're... Right. You know how that goes like, what the fuck? I, do? I get in there. He says, hey, have a seat. I said, okay. He says, uh, you got a dad named Wayne, Sergeant Major Wayne Warner? Yeah, that's my dad. I was stationed with him in Germany, man. <laughs> you know, just about a couple of years ago, my dad was still in the service then too. He says, hey, uh, I also noticed in your records, you got all this combat arms training. I said, yeah. I, said, I see you got that. Nice little uh, card with all the stuff you've been trained on all these vehicles. Uh-huh. <laughs> you remember those guys, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he says, hey, I, I see you're also Yazoo trained. You know what a Yazoo is, guys? Don't sound familiar, does it? No. no. no? Well, of course, this is back in the 80s, bro. So you guys don't know about Yazoos. They had private pie companies cutting grass in. But by the, before then, we were doing it. A lot of it. <laughs> So he says, you got Yazoo training. We got a couple of Yazoos cutting the hospital area, right? I need to train some privates. So Yazoo's a lawnmower. Right. All right lawnmower, all right. right? Like a and riding lawnmower? Yes. And you had, a, with, you had a military driver's license. Yeah. With, with a riding lawnmower. Lawn 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 you poor bastard. Oh, my God. That's priceless. <laughs> Sorry, so I get your ass out there. I'll have a couple of Yazoos. You'll, you'll see them over there off the side. All right. By the building. I'll send you a couple of privates, get them trained, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, cool. Get them trained. Dawn. Sorry, I'm out there cutting grass. Like, sorry, Major. I went to his office. Hey, those guys never came back. Oh, well, they got reassigned somewhere else. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're getting pulled from the units, bro. Yeah. So I said, I'll send you a couple more. A couple more come out there. They're gone. Right? It's like, shit. I'm out there cutting this grass by myself. <laughs> so Sergeant Major says, all right, I'm gonna send you a couple more and make sure they're right. This is six months later, bro. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm supposed to be running a troop medical clinic. That's what I was doing. Yeah. Before, right? And uh I was the only one in that damn clinic, too. I was supposed to have somebody else helping me, but I was the only one there running it, right? So he sends a couple more. I, was, I finally got away from that, right? Then here comes this new first sergeant in town. It's the first sergeant. Yes. First sergeant, I was looking for you. My, uh, my section leader got a hold of me and said, hey, first sergeant, I want your PT formation. I said, PT formation for what? I got a permanent profile, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to run a troop medical clinic here. Yeah. Uh, no, you got to come. He wants to see you. All right, first sergeant, what you need? I need you to be my babysitter for police call. <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't got time for the first sergeant. Come on, man. 
So anyway, Sergeant Major calls me back in his office again a few months later and says, hey, you know how to set up a bivouac area, right? Yeah. All right. I got these nurses and doctors, got the familiarization training once a year for three days. These people don't do PT nothing. Yeah. Okay, you know. That. Don't go to the field. No. They like, don't go nowhere. Like for, for people who don't know, if you come in as a as a legit doctor into the military, like you, you get put in as like you don't a, even a, have to go through basic no, no. or officer training. Right. You mm-hmm. get put you get put in as major lieutenant colonel, whatever. You come right? in as a so this is getting ready, I'm getting ready yeah. to do. This is exactly what we do. Uh you come in as a first lieutenant, go through a course. And then your first duty station, you're probably a captain. Okay. So you're probably a captain, or, or if you're a first lieutenant, it's for like a couple of months. Right. And then you pin on captain. And, and all that course yeah. does is tell you what kind of silverware you need to use when you're eating dinner with a fucking general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it teaches you how this to. This is the army. It teaches That's you how a to. That's truck. You know? How to demand a salute. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. how to shave. How to wear your fucking uniform. Right. right. But yeah, how anyway. to do your uniform, get it all cleaned up, right? Because yeah. he was telling me all the same thing That's you guys right. are saying. Right. Yeah, the same lowdown, right? I say, you serious? Yeah, these people just went through like a little month course yeah. of how to get themselves prepared for the military. Right. That's it. That's all these guys go through in the ladies, too. I say, all right. He says, I need you to set a bivouac area. And also, I need you to make sure you get enough cots out there. And I mean, you make sure that you sign for an impact area range for M16 range. Okay. <laughs> okay. You remember the old 16s, right, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen them. <laughs> Some of us were in a little bit earlier than these two. Uh, okay, I got one down there anyway. These guys are 15 guys, I'm sure. Anyway, uh, so uh, I get out there. He says, make sure you also assign yourself to deuce and ass. I said, for what? I don't need deuce and ass. Sorry, Major. What Just trust me because they got a road march to do. It's required a two-mile road march. All right, they have to do with the. I said, "You kidding me?" He says, "No." This is why. He says, "Because they're going to fall out <laughs> for two deuce and a half." They're going to make round trips. <laughs> they won't be just the two. They'll be making four or five trips. Both of them will be. They'll be falling out. Yeah. And he wasn't lying. <laughs> the whole time I'm organizing deuce and halves to pick these damn doctors and nurses up. They just decided to sit on the side of the road and get picked up. Anyway, we get out there. Check this out. He says, now make sure also that you have those 16s pointed down range. You know, because we're yeah. trained to do that, right? right? These people are not. And he wasn't lying, man. <laughs> all they got to do is fire three damn rounds. That's it. That's all they had to do. It's required three rounds. I said, all right. So I had a couple of the guys, a couple of E4s help me out with that. And everything worked smooth with that. Just had one little hiccup, a little. Went sideways there, yeah. you know, with it. And I shut the whole range down and had to explain to them, you know, everybody out there. And then, uh, and then the Sergeant Major, uh, where we were out there, he says, hey, by the way, I need you to go in their tents and clean up all their mess. I said, what do you mean clean up their mess? I got GP mediums, larges out there. You all set up these people, nice cots, everything. Yeah. says, just trust me, go in there and clean up their stuff. Get their stuff cleaned up while they're out there doing this other training, right? You know, medical training, this, that, and the other. I said, all right. So I go in her tents. Man, man, there's candy wrappers, chips. And then he says, and then I'm looking. As soon as I walked in, I think, what is all this stuff around their cots? You know what they got around their cots, gentlemen? Uh, Little rugs. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) Swear to God. These people know how to go out there, man. God bless them. Oh, my God. That's why why they call it camping. Camping, yeah. (laughs) We got to go go army camping for three days. My first experience (laughs) of that one, man. I mean, I've only been in a GP medium a couple times my whole career, you know. And here's these guys out there. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) With no cots. Right. (laughs) Little rugs around, keep little feetsies, right? They'll hit the dirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, that's my funny story. Nice. So, so back to your hit, hit your, uh, your about you here. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, okay. So you did the military. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got out in, got out in 89. 89. Mm-hmm. And then you, I understand you got into the, uh, oil industry. Yep. Got into, uh, working for Brand Energy Services. Nice. Construction. Mm-hmm. Scaffold building. Start out scaffold. The company was kind of small then. 
then they broadened out and bought other companies out and this, that, and the other, and did a lot of new construction, a lot of, you know, turnarounds. And so did you retire from that company? Uh, no, I got also, I got out also on a medical. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> with them. Yeah. I had uh, been with them for like over 16 years with them. Nice. And uh, I actually got out, uh, made some good investments with the money I made up. Nice. I moved from Texas out to Cali. Yeah, I'm you know, sorry. It made me an offer. Yeah. <laughs> well, the money was right, but uh, damn, the price. Yeah. yeah I moved out, there. out there is a little high. Man, when I first moved out there, apartment, three-bedroom apartment was nine ninety. When I left, now, let me tell you something. This is not cream of the crop. <laughs> so, yeah. Luxurious condo. No. I got out of that place into a house. Uh, nine years later, yeah. 1600 in nine years. Wow. Every time they made a freaking improvement in that place, the roof or, or covering the asphalt color, you're gonna pay for it. Another hundred bucks, yeah, hundred bucks, hundred bucks. <laughs> I think they cleaned the pool one year in hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when did you start? When, how did Redlands come about? When, did, um, when did you decide to get into cigars? And you know, why I was in. California, I met a guy, Albert Espinoza. He'd been in the business for quite a few years in the cigar industry. Also owned another um, audiovisual, but that was his bread and butter. He made his money there. He got into the cigar industry, and I've been smoking cigars off and on for years. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And uh, I never educated myself, swear. I mean, a lot of people do that. Yeah, they do. They just don't educate. They, they just right? they, they know what's a good cigar, and they know what's a bad, bad cigar, cigar, right? Yeah. And that's it. They need to learn the cigar. Right. You know, learn what you're smoking, man. Because that way when you come up on something, you look on your phone, you Google it, and you're like, wow, this might be for me. Right. You know, when, you, when you're smoking those Pennsylvania broadleafs, and you see another Pennsylvania broadleaf wrap with those same filler and binders, that's going to be your cigar, man. Right, right. You got to educate yourself. That's what it's all about in this industry. It really is. Anyway, um, where are we at? Uh, how you how you got into the cigar? So you're talking. Oh to yeah, when I was I was dealing with Albert Espinoza, he's a good owner. Right? I got to be good friends with him. Uh, watched how it all went down. You know, so his ownership, how he ran it, right? Everything. People I met, man. I mean, great people. There's a few little mm, shitheads <laughs> out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, for the most part, in this industry, you really meet some good people. You're the really cigar good. industry I, is full of. Yeah, great I'd say ninety five percent of the people you meet are really good people. Yeah, they yeah. really are, and you guys know. And the five yeah. percent are the biggest pieces of shit that walk this planet. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's that's it. That's and, it. And, you know, being in the service and being how I was raised and being around different cultures of life, you pretty learn fast. Yeah, you you can scope them after probably thirty minutes of talking to them, man. You already know, guys. Anyway, um, anyway, hanging out with him, uh, I got to learn the industry, and then uh, I ended up having a triple bypass done, cracked the chest open. When was this? Uh, in 2013. Wow. So when that happened, I said, I think it's time for me to go. A little few years earlier than I planned to retire, but yeah. had the money to do it. Yeah. Made the right investments prior when I was younger which my dad helped me out with that. Right. I mean, smart man. Taught me a lot with that. I mean, every time I see his headstone out here at Fort Sam Houston, sure do. I kiss that headstone for that one. Sure do. Anyway, uh, got out, moved here, had a house here, moved in. Uh, already paid for. So I said, why not? Yeah. Didn't ever want to give it up. Um, then when I got here, after about a year, meeting some of the cigar guys, trying to get around, meeting, meeting a few different spots, I hung out here and there. And I started hanging out at a cigar, a place called Cigar, which Mike Marion owned, which now is Redland. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mike Marion owned Cigar. He had one uh, the one on Thousand Oaks there for a while, uh, the, which Club Humanor owns now. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then he had one over on Blanco, which I was hanging out over there quite often after he, that's the only one he had left. And then when they run them out of there, out of Blanco, there in, uh, on Blanco, he decided to open up one out at uh, Redland Road because he owned that building. Right. He owns all those buildings. Oh, there. okay. Yeah, okay. that's him, man. Great guy. Right. Great, great owner to have, man. I, I'm not lying. Great person. Um, 
got in there, started educating myself even more with Steve, hanging out with him a little bit because they were the owners there. Right. And Steve had asked me to come in and buy in with him. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Because I guess Steve recognized, you know, that I knew my stuff about cigars. Right. You know, so Steve said I had the energy for it. And then, you know, the aspiration. Right. You know, I mean, it's it's a good industry. It yeah, really it's is. fun. It's you fun. really meet a lot of good people. Yeah. You really do, guys. I mean, they outweigh the shitheads. Yeah. They really do. And and you got some uh, good guys working at Redlands. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Dan and MJ. Dan and MJ. Top notch. And, and so, you, you know, you were talking about how people need to educate themselves on cigars. Yes. Dan and MJ do a great job. Yes. Of helping people educate themselves. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these guys know their sticks. Dan's probably been smoking for probably almost 20 years. MJ's same. And uh, MJ has a little more charisma with the retail because he's yeah. been in longer. Right. And so he knows how to, you know, talk to people, you know, mm-hmm. get to know what they're wanting. Dan kind of like lays back and watches and see. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't like crowding people. Yeah. You know what I mean? He wants yeah. to wait for them to ask. Right. You know what I mean? So there's two dynamics there. And they're both good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I enjoy both those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah great guys they're very they're on top of stuff they're always emptying ashtrays always cleaning the place always asking what you need you know because they come out in the lounge they hang out with us too out there yeah absolutely yeah and uh if you guys haven't been to redlands before when you walk in it looks like the whole shop's uh a humidor maybe three four hundred square feet and you're like oh it's nice and then they they take you into the back. And it, it is a huge lounge yeah. uh, where a bunch of great people hang out. Uh, yeah, you got a huge lounge. It's it's nice. Uh, That's where the selling point is, yeah, right yeah, there. Absolutely. I mean, because it's, it's it's very deceptive. What I've told people, you know, told me, yeah, when they walk in, like. Yeah. You know, okay, the humor is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's got a lot of boutiques in there, stuff you can't find anywhere else in town or even in the county. Yeah. You can't some some of the stuff we have you don't even have it in state. So they walk in there like, wow, this is pretty cool. And they're like, would you like to check out the lounge? Yeah, and they're thinking already in their mind, because they told yeah, me this. Yeah. They're thinking something small. Yeah. Right? They come out there's like everyone I'm like, wow. Yeah. Every time they walk out that second door. Mm-hmm. When yeah. they walk out that second door, it's like, wow, I never expected this in here. This is way beyond what I thought. And then of course, when you get the tour from Dan and MJ. They give you the whole load down, you know what I mean? You got ice in the freezer for you. They got water there for you. Yep. You got sodas there for you. In fact, we put brand new humidors in there for 24-7 access. Nice. We got 24-7 access. Do you know that, John? Nice. When did you guys start doing that? Four months ago. Awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. We've been building it up for six months, getting our money together, trying to get it going. Get it organized, get it in there. We've got a nice little big bar area. Have yep. you been back in there, John, since we did all this improvement? No. Dave's been in there. Uh, last time I'm I was Dave. in there was with Dave, actually. What's that? So have you been in there since, since the improvement? We L- did? Last, or Dave last, doesn't, last time I was in there, I was in there with maybe Dave. Dave doesn't, maybe uh, but, Dave wasn't there prior to the improvement. No, because I, I, I went in the back uh, and I smoked a cigar, but I probably just didn't notice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Mike Jones and Mike Schwant put that together in there. Nice. Man, way better. I mean, the improvements we made, bought new chairs, everything. Yeah, because you know how chairs are in there, man. They wear yeah. off the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, that's awesome. So now you come hang out with us uh, for this podcast. So Yeah, right. uh, I'm going to hang out here more often, man. <laughs> I'm glad to have you. Especially when I see this bottle right here, this horse soldier. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Man. So what are we drinking tonight, Jim? What do you got? What do you got, So Jim? we've got some Peerless Old Label Bourbon, 111 proof, but it's, it is exceptional. That is exceptional. the Peerless Rye, I believe. That is a rye. Yeah, that is good. Brought to you by Dave. Thanks, pal. You're the best. Dave, you Dave, for being a sober gentleman. I buys know. the most booze that I've ever known a sober gentleman to buy. And we appreciate you, Dave. <laughs> Dave's an enabler. Yeah. He's a, Dave's an enabler. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm diving into this rabbit hole again. Uh, somebody's going to drink it. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Yeah. It's rabbit hole. Uh, oh, it's a Kentucky bourbon. Boxer Grail yeah. Kentucky straight rye yeah. whiskey. Well, yeah. it's not bad. That's what I'm drinking right now as well. Nice. I'm about ready to switch over to try some of that Peerless. Let's try that Peerless. Yeah. Uh, Scott, what do you got in your uh, glass right now? 
Uh, you know what? I just got through with this one right here. A little glass of this Maker's Mark Select. 111.8 proof. Man, I'll tell you what. This this Maker's right here, Select, gentlemen. Damn. Damn. I know I know you gravitate Damn. that to when you when you come Oh yeah, over. every time I come yeah. in here, huh? Uh, where's that maker select there, Scott? Where's it at, brother? And now I'm trying this horse soldier. My brother down here. What's your name again? Jim. 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 Yeah. Thank you very much for this horse soldier. It's good stuff. I've already had one little sip out of it. And man, delicious. you were right. Yeah, it's, what, it's a good bourbon. And what are we smoking tonight? Yeah, what are we smoking? Yeah. We are smoking a Redland blend by esteban carrera okay you, you know them john i do know this is one of your house blends right house blend yeah from redland we've had his house blend now there for almost five years now nice Good. yeah it's a it's, barber pole 660 uh and it is very delicious yes so yeah everybody gravitates towards this the barber pole we have the maduro we have six different blends from esteban carrera nice they did for us and uh, you can't get anywhere over in Texas, right here at Redland Cigar Company. Nice. That's it. I mean, man, this this barber pole is probably our number one seller for our house blend. Number two would be the Maduro. Yeah. Then the other ones follow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They even did a Lancero for us. Nice. Yeah, and the Maduro. I asked. I asked uh, Tom. You know Tom Loesch. Yeah. Yeah. Before Kenny took over yep. again. <laughs> you know Kenny. Kenny is a gun nut. Damn, <laughs> dude. that dude's got some freaking stories, bro. Yeah, damn, make you, man, make your belly gut freaking sore <laughs> the next day, laughing so damn hard. Kenny likes to shoot shit too. He's yeah. he's a big hunter. Uh, he, he, oh yeah, we we were at uh, like in, shooting in pig. Ni we were in Nicar Nicaragua with uh, Kenny uh, going to Esteban, yeah. and uh, actually about a year ago, about a year ago, yeah, yeah almost. Right Almost right now, yeah. A year yeah. and two weeks. This is when everything, yeah. yeah. You guys were gone, like right when everything shut the hell down. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, Kenny always had uh, some some beef sticks and some uh, or deer sticks. Something. And yeah. Something. Moose, elk. Yeah. Always had something. Yeah. He had some uh, pig jerky, hog jerky. Yeah. And it was yeah. actually really good. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I can tell you a little story about Kenny if you got a moment. You want me to tell you? Sure. Okay. Two years ago, Super Bowl. Right. We have a rib cook-off. Right. And I brought Kenny in with Esteban Carrera. Prior to that, I was bringing somebody else in, Oscar Leaf, right? Uh, uh, Brophy. Okay. You know Brophy? I do not. Okay. Anyway, I brought Kenny in. I said, Kenny, you want to do this thing, this this uh, Super Bowl event? We have a rib cook off. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he says, How about if I bring a hog down? I said, Not a problem. I'll have a pit here for you. Big old rolling on the wheels pit came right. in there. And we had thrown about 15 racks of ribs on it. And I said, you got to leave some room for Kenny's pit. Oh, no, no, no problem. This big old thing, right? I was all right, man. He rolls it. He's like, I got a half a pig, man. That's all I could get out of my freezer. So that's cool, man. Let's get it on there, right? So we ate all the racks of ribs that were all uh, cook-off ribs. There were all kinds of people out there cooking ribs. Yeah. And some brought from the home because I don't do that. Like on site, you got to cook the rib. Right. Bring it from home. I don't care where you can bring them. Bring them in. Do your contest, right? We had 13 contestants nice. for that rib cook-off. And the minimum was three racks of ribs you had to bring in, short ribs or long. It don't matter. But most of them brought short mm -hmm. ribs, right? So Kenny comes in with his full pig. So we're all done with these ribs, right, before halftime. And they're freaking scouring this shit, right? Yeah. By the end of the game, we had the half pig done. Because he brought it at noon. Yeah. So we had that thing done by 8 o'clock. Boom. They fucking dug into that son bitch and ate it. It was gone in less than 15 minutes. <laughs> Half a hog gone. <laughs> and Kenny's like, you know, at first they were like, uh, you know, they don't like uh, when Tom was there before that. Tom's like, uh, they really don't like doing, uh, you know, uh, events, you know, on Super Bowls, this, that, and the other. I said, Tom, you won't be disappointed the year before, right? I said, you won't be disappointed. He said, you sure? I said, I'm telling you, man, you won't be disappointed, man. Yeah. Come so, in here. I, I don't mean to interrupt, but in true Freedom Friends fashion. Uh, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, you know, drinking JMO, smoking cigars like I should be on a Monday night. Nice. Where are you at? Uh, New Hampshire is where I'm at right now. Nice. 
Well, th- yeah. thanks for joining us on the show tonight. All right. <laughs> That's why I was giving you guys a call. Yeah. To uh, see how things were going. Going good, man. We got a uh, big Jim there. We got big Jim. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Uh, we got Scott uh, from yeah. Redland Cigar. Oh, um, hey, Scott. Hey. Uh, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to look over at Big Jim right now. Okay. I'm looking. All right. And I need you to say, fuck you, sir. Fuck. You, buddy. <laughs> Jazz, you do have to come back to Republic. You're not going to stay in for you. You're little. <laughs> I'll see you when you get back, pal. Hey, by the way, I'm going. Hey, by the way, when you get back, uh, make sure you have uh, pay my medical bills. This guy. Ah, no, I'm not coming shit. after you. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck up my home state. I was born in New Hampshire, so don't fuck that place up, man. <laughs> Any more than it already is. <laughs> sitting at a cigar bar right now with uh i don't know a little over a hundred different bottles of uh bourbon on the wall uh, i'm still drinking jmo to keep the tradition where in hampshire well boys and girls uh this is a freedom friends podcast and we were gonna head to new hampshire see you guys later <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah for sure where's he in hampshire? Uh, smoking cigars there's about a hundred different bottles of uh, bourbon on the wall what's and, the name uh, of, what's the name of the cigar bar uh, I'm at Twins Smoke Shop in Twins Londonderry, New Hampshire. Uh, Southern New Hampshire. All right. Nice. That sounds like a bitching place right there. It's uh, it's not bad. It definitely gets the job done. What about done. the humidor good? Uh, only if you like 1,500 facings of cigars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, now let's talk about the price. <laughs> I know how you wear a mask so, uh, up there, dude. Well, the other, the other nice thing about New Hampshire, and Big Jim can back me up on this, is there's no sales tax up here. That's right. Live oh. free or die, baby. Live free oh, or die. Oh, man. That that's yeah, it no must be the only place up there. So whatever cigar you've ever seen with MSRP, that's what it is on the shelf, and that's all you pay when you leave. Wow. Nice. Wow. And I know yeah, a, lot of, a lot of your surrounding states are not the same. That's no. right. No. No, this is definitely like a what is this is like a frozen Texas up here. Is what it is. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but wow. you're so it's like a diamond in the rough until you live there. And yeah. then you're like, this place sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> Southern New Hampshire's have been invaded by all the mass holes and not the good mass holes. So uh yeah. But anyway. The funny thing is is the majority of the mass holes that I've met up here they all come up here to drink and smoke because yeah. you can't in Massachusetts. Right. <laughs> you can't even gamble. They all cross the border just to gamble. Somehow Massachusetts is like where the revolution started. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> I know what freedom is. That was the only yeah. good thing about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all that damn tea. All that damn tea. So, yeah, it all started there, but uh, somehow they've completely forgot what freedom is. So they all have to leave the state to go experience it. Right. It's crazy. It started with a one cent tax. Yep. And sure a did. fucking revolution happened. Yeah. And now look. Yeah. yeah now, look. now they're. <clears throat> I mean, hell, I have to get, I have to figure out when I fly up here, I have to figure out some backdoor way to get from the airport into New Hampshire. Why don't you fly because in? Because they have a 10-day quarantine mm-hmm. if you fly into New Hampshire and you're out of state. Why don't oh, you fly to Manchester? No. You, he just said you can't it's fly the, into New Hampshire. You can't fly into no, Manchester? You can fly, you can fly into Manchester, but the, it's the difference between a 14-hour travel day and a 6-hour travel day. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well. And considering that the chick on my airplane on my last flight was spilling over into both seats around her. <sighs> I don't know if I can deal with 14 hours of people that can't put a fork down. What, what, was, she, <laughs> what was she spilling into that seat? Uh, herself. Parts of herself. <laughs> Not oh the good God, parts. It was brutal. It was so bad that dude sitting on the other side of her when we got off the plane came and found me just to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I he was going to try to pull you out of the seat. <laughs> you got wedged in. Dude, my spine had to be at this weird, like, 45-degree angle just to stay in my seat. <laughs> traveling so much fun. Yeah. So, uh, but, so last week, we actually talked about the motorcycles and the fact that I'm obsessed with them and have never actually owned one. Oh, and I actually talked no. to John about this earlier in the week, but yeah. I'm actually getting my first motorcycle. What are you, you going to get? A garage. Uh, Vulcan totally 800 a is actually going to be my first motorcycle I've ever owned. Nice. So. But uh, and it's up here, so that's the interesting part. It's got to figure out how to get it from here to Texas. I told, ride that bitch. I, I told it turns he, out you can ride those. I told fuckers. him he's gonna go take the MSF class and then ride that motherfucker. By the time you get here, you'll be an expert. You can ride it, huh? Can you? Or can you walk it down here? You can walk it. It'll just take a while. Sidecar, training wheels. Take a minute. Yep. Take a minute. Be really so, cheap on uh, gas. Hey, you know they sell trailers. Trailer that some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so I don't want to be that dude that bought a bike and is instantaneously a trailer queen. Like, I'd Uh, actually be able to ride mine. So that's, I guess that's the big difference. (laughs) (laughs) Some guys buy them to look at them, but I want to buy it to actually ride it. Easy, that's hitting close to home, buddy. Well, you'll you'll probably have to wait till June to ride it. You'll have to wait till June to ride it, brother. Uh, I, I don't know about that, man. It's 60 degrees and sunny up here in New England. Really? Like wow. Beautiful riding weather, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice. So it's thawing up there. What are you? What are you waiting for? We're here. Uh, well, the I don't not talking to the dude I'm buying it from until Thursday. So, oh. he's actually a, a fan of the show. He is. So actually, I'm buying the bike off of. Tell so. him we all said hi. I will on Thursday. I will. So, uh, matter of fact, uh, that's part of the reason I'm calling. So, uh, we lost a, another friend to his demons. Uh, over the weekend. Mm, that's oh, true. man. So we're getting together on Thursday to do some of that drinking. And I've got a personal friend I've known since I was four years old that is currently uh, in ICU psych. God bless. Because he's decided God. that the, uh, the way out is uh, he's going to embrace it. So uh, enough of us made phone calls. He's got uh, the medical attention that's there to take care of him. But uh, So I'm having the drink, but uh, I want to encourage you guys to uh, lift that glass to uh, our friends out there. They're battling right those now. demons. That they, we're lifting, we're we're lifting right now, bro. So, Right Absolutely. here. Hell this yeah. is a one team, one fight. We got to look out for each other. So um, we lost one, but I'll be damned if I'm going to lose this next one. God, ble- God bless their family. So 35 years of knowing this motherfucker, I'm, I'm, I don't give a fuck what I have to do. He's, he's not, he's not leaving here the easy way. God bless his family, brother. God bless his family. So, uh, uh, I, I just wanted to shout that out. And on the Monday, if you could uh, do my friend. I'm not going to give out his last name or whatever, but if uh, you could live a glass for Chris, then yes. ask for those on the live cast to uh, say that we're here for him. Absolutely. Uh, he's not alone. So No, he ain't. Not in spirit. Never. But, uh, so, uh, Redland, I get back uh, next week, man. Maybe I need to come by and uh, have, a, have a cigar over come at your on, shop. Come on, come on, come on. I'm always there. I'm back in right, action Scott, now, so John. Yep. I'm going to... I'm going to come over to Redland and say hi, but uh, again, Jim, fuck you, sir. And, uh, I'll see you soon, pal. This guy loves you. Just remember, pal, <laughs> prison rape's about power. <laughs> so, uh, actually, tell Jim I'm, uh, I'll be back on Friday over the weekend. I'd love to get together and have a drink and a cigar. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, we buddy. Need to, we need to uh, do some catch-up. Yeah, man. So, uh, so uh, Jim, I'm going to hit you up over the weekend. Please do. And uh, we'll have a smoke and a drink. It's my birthday weekend, and, uh, so absolutely. Smoking a pancake. Smoking a, a bong and a blintz. <laughs> so uh, other than that, uh, fucking smoke on, drink on, and freedom the fuck on, boys. I'm going to uh, get back up to it in New Hampshire. But uh, you always have a great fucking show. You too, brother. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you later, Stay go, smoky, brother. Good. Stay smoky. Call me if you need anything. All right, boys. Talk to you later, Take brother. Take care. Scott, hand that down to John. Oh, he's going to reload it for some rabbit hole. H2O croutons and some whiskey. (laughs) And then, uh, John, when you're done, hand that to Jim. Okay. He can peerless me. Cool. Yes, dear. While we're doing this, I'm going to pay some bills, boys. Oh, yeah. You're paying bills? We are paying some bills. Yeah, that's true. You got to do that. Um, So, this podcast is brought to you by warfightertobacco.com. The smoothest smell. No. What? (laughs) (laughs) If uh, for all your fine smoky treat needs. Scott, can you pass that down to the other Scott, please? Sure. <laughs> Scott to Scott. Scott yeah, to Scott. Man. And uh, so any of your smoke that you need, jump over the, on over there. Use that code FREEDOMFRIENDS. Uh, score yourself a sweet 15% off your order. Uh, next up on the list is owellness.us for all your CBD needs. Uh, like, I just got back from the gym, so I was late for the podcast, and that freeze gel has literally been saving my life for the past two weeks. I've been bathing in it. That freeze gel is <laughs> so why, why, why are you getting in shape, John? For, uh, what for your fucking shape? wedding. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't want to be the fat kid on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> John, I already have this title. Like, you don't have to work that hard. <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm actually like, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. It's fun. It's nice. You uh, look good. Thank you. You look thank good. You. What are you doing later? Well, you know, <laughs> you know, John, I haven't seen you in a while. And you know what? You look like you took it off uh, about uh, three pounds. That, that, <laughs> that is the most accurate, accurate. He's, re- he's, re- he's reorganizing what he's got, That's man. A, I didn't know you I'm could just, lose three pounds of cock. That's I'm just great. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> uh, and then we got one more. Um, 
if you were out over this weekend and uh, you decided to be an idiot and crash your car, or if your house burnt down, or if you're thinking about doing it next weekend, that'd be better. That that'd be this would be the way to yeah, do it. If you're thinking about being an idiot and crashing your car next weekend, next weekend, then then you, you got to call Aaron Robertson, Aaron Robertson Insurance, or go to his website, AaronRobertsonInsurance.com, and that's with one A. Aaron, because he didn't fuck up. <laughs> um, but uh, we probably you probably heard it before. We've said it before. Uh, we know who you use, who what insurance company you use. We know. We used to use it too. We don't use them anymore. Why? Because we got cheaper, better insurance. So reach out, uh, Aaron Robin Insurance Group, um, and tell them we sent them. Yeah, and then uh, Redland Cigar Company. Yep. Scott, where is what? Where where's your shop? It is right by the Las Hacienda Restaurant there on Redland Road, just about a hundred yards down to your left. You can't miss it. It's got two beautiful cigar flags right out front. Yeah, big banners. It big says cigar. old banner. You can't miss it. Yep. Yeah. Before that used to be a problem. <laughs> yeah, now a, put the banners a, out. That's on the north side of San Antonio. Yep. 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 But that uh, too, it's it's the uh, like cut through they call it. They yeah, call it 1604 281. Yep. 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 And you guys carry a lot of a lot of good brands. Yeah, uh, we carry Warfighters, number one stick. Man, I mean, especially those guys. That dumpster. The, the dumpster fire. You're liking oh my that God, one? dude. <laughs> man, you know, I, I bought a I bought a bundle yep. and I should have bought three bundles. They're good. At least. People like them. Seriously. It's a good shop. I mean, cheap I brought cigar. that into yeah. the shop and I handed a few out to some guys, gave MJ and Dan both of those stick. It's like, man, it came back and said, man, what's what's this, What's in the cigar? I said, look it up. Did you tell him it was a mixed filler? I told him it was a mixed filler. <laughs> I didn't have to tell him that. I said, you got to look it up and understand what it's all about, okay? It's a mixed filler. So each one isn't going to be exactly the same, but it's going to be really close. Yeah. Yeah. And, man, I mean, I was not disappointed. When I first smoked one right here with Dave, right? Dave's sitting over here looking at us. Like, this crazy son of bitches. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, when I first went up here with Dave, I was like, man, yeah, give me a bundle, man. I'm going to take this back to the shop and see what I can do. Get him in the shop. I got to introduce him, put him out there. And more and more people are asking for him now. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That dumpster fire, you guys hit it on uh, spot on, bro. Really it's, was. I mean, you can't find delicious. nothing like that. Yeah, and, and you can't. It's, huh? it's good branding, too. I mean, a lot yeah. of people call. <laughs> now, listen. It's a phenomenal of, rapper. Yes, <laughs> it is. The rapper rapper is spot on. Okay. A lot of people always look for those second re-rolls. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. that's what it's all about, you know. But it's usually the same blend. But you guys got all kinds of different complexity going on that. Yeah. It is so beautiful, yeah. dude. Well, it's a bunch of cigars all right. rolled up it into is. one. Exactly. I think the coolest part about that dumpster fire cigar is that there's a couple long filler leaves um, mm -hmm. that are in it. Mm -hmm. And that helps with uh, construction burn. Yeah. Uh, and it also helps kind of maintain some sort of flavor throughout all of them. There's always going to be a hint that you're like, oh, yeah. Yep, yep, I got this on the other one too. But this is new. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, they must you, have, they must have been rolling a lot of uh Esquiro Maduros on this one. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, really, yeah. yeah. The problem and, and with that the, thing is I can't remember what the hell it's called. So some guy's like, what are you smoking? I'm like, it's a shit show. It's a dumpster fire. Warfighter, man. It's it's like a Tra thrown together fire. thing that fucking yeah. whatever. He's like, what? A shit show. I'm like, <laughs> Ah, dumpster fire. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. So dumpster fire. It's fucking. It's good shit. Great, great, great one. It's like that's a good one called dumpster fire. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I'm gonna that's go horse soldiers. Toss that horse soldier down. The oh street, yeah, please. oh yeah, Thank oh yeah. You. I enjoyed this. Thank you very much, Jim. Yeah, absolutely. That was great, dude. Thank you. So uh, I, I talked to Mikey earlier today. Yeah, Mikey is in Palaka, Florida right oh, now. Oh, that's and son uh, of a bitch. he's down there for Ron Canopy Parachute Teams Operation Sand Snake. Fuck, what is it? Forty-seven now? Yeah, I don't know. Whatever, whatever number it is. But anyways, he's uh he's down there uh, starting today uh, because he's doing their Jumpmaster uh, certification course. So he's going to be a an actual legit Jumpmaster, like doing fucking JMPIs and all that shit on guys getting ready to jump out of planes. Does he have any nice, liability insurance? Nice. Aaron Robertson, do you, do, you, do you have insurance for shitty jump masters? No, but so I, I, was, I, was, I was talking with Mikey, like sidebar about all the fucking jump master shit. And I'm like, you know, cause yeah. we always joke. We joke around. Everything's a joke. Even yeah. when I was down there, when I jumped, like the whole thing was, you know, yeah. but it was like that serious moment. Like, Hey, like, 
you're doing safety checks on somebody's equipment that could potentially die. Yeah. And he's like, bro, I know. <laughs> he's like, this shit, this shit scares the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey's like kind of frustrated army guy. Have you guys got him a beret, a maroon beret yet? Oh, we oh. fucking totally need to. Yeah, you gotta, we do. No, we oh, need to present God, it. We totally need to. We need to get a chance. Make sure it's perfect. He's got to wear this because he's going to have his zero wings. Yeah. He's going to have his master blast. This is bullshit. <laughs> Jump boots. That fucker's wearing a goddamn pair of cockles, too. <laughs> yeah. oh, this is happening. Speaking yeah, of buddy. Mikey being in Palaka, this motherfucker was going to jump in a tuxedo. This, oh, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I think it's Thursday. Which you is get a beret amazing. Yep. Yeah. A tuxedo with a maroon beret would be the shit. Yeah. Well, he has to jump with a helmet. That's only down. Uh, yeah. 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 I got I got a special request. You need some ice? Shirtless. Nope. No. He's ice. Oh, naked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jim talked me into this one a little while ago. That peerless rye is delicious. It is. It is. I Pearly haven't had bourbon's probably, well, to me... This Eagle Rare and then the, the cream bourbon that you got. Yeah. Which is, it's so good. Kentucky, Kentucky Cream. Yep. Kentucky yeah. Cream. What a, what a shitty name. It's funny. Kentucky they brought the bottle out and they handed it to me. And then they told me how much it was. And I just kind of gave him this look like, fucking kidding me right now. Yeah. They came up with Kentucky Cream. And he's just like, trust me. And I'm like, okay. And like, yeah. that's the one dude that when he says, trust me about booze, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Done. Yeah. And, uh, and then Jim gave me a little taste of it, and I'm like, oh, okay. I yeah. get it. Now, it's an yeah. old label. So that guy, Super like I said, he's a Four Roses master distiller. He got out in 13 or 14, bought the label. Uh, and But that label's been around for- But the label's old. Like, a lot of yeah. guys will do that, especially these guys have been in the, dis- in, the, in the industry for forever. They'll find old labels and, like, rehab them, and that's what he did, and it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's And it's good. worth every penny. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. 100%. By the way, how you liking that barber pole, John? It's good. It's really good. Damn good, huh? Mm-hmm. How about you, Jim? Laughter. Uh, huh? It, it's good. If you notice John's versus mine, uh-huh. he smokes them I like smoke they're- fast. He smokes fast. Look at that shit. Well, and I know I lit mine you before smoke, John. You smoke fast. It's just the environment, Nick. If we were in the river, we've had gunned down like six of these. And, <laughs> and, uh, so it's just a matter. <laughs> That's probably true. But in my defense, I've learned how to smoke fast and not get my cigar hot. Which is insane to me. Yeah, it works. I don't know how it works. Okay, so what do you think about that barber pole? It's good. Huh? Seven fifty a nice. stick. Yeah, huh? That's awesome. It'll work Ooh, for seven fifty. Yeah. yeah. What you think? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Do you guys? And no, you, hey, low runs. It's yeah. Burns even, Delicious. right? Yeah, fucking Delicious. burns great. Well, it's made by Esteban, right? Oh yeah, Gonzalo down there in uh, old Nicaragua. He knows what the fuck he's doing. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. This guy's phenomenal. It's good stuff. Very, very, very good. So who's got a no sono shit story for today? Next. Uh, I wish <laughs> I, I spent all weekend. I spent all weekend doing uh, landscaping. In yeah. fact, today she slept sixty five pal- uh, sixty five bags of friggin' uh, uh, topsoil bullshit. Yeah, for for the dog run. Uh-huh. So we're getting ready for the the summer onslaught. Your house, his house, my yeah. house, yeah. river whatever yep. so we're getting we're getting ready to go get all the flowers i mean i got my peppers my hot peppers in so we're ready nice. to hot peppers <laughs> yeah you bite those i did uh this so last year i did ghost peppers they, they came out pretty good this year uh nobody's got ghost peppers for some reason uh-huh. so i got the red habaneros the caribbean uh-huh. hots nice. which are like twice as hot as a regular habanero uh-huh. so i'm gonna go with those and we're gonna see what happens wow so i make salsa out of it you know, it's you know, it's kind of like the dumpster fire. One batch will be great. You, the next you actually <laughs> use these in your. Oh cooking? yeah, I love them. I Ooh. love them like ghost peppers, Cal- Carolina rivers. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta play with. Dude, oh, it's so good. The most I go after is a jalapeno pepper, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's like candy. It's like it is at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. no, I got so yeah. I'm, I'm kind of excited to see how these things come out this year. Wow. John does all the meat stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What do you so, do for me, John? Everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. The last, the last well, one the I did. Well, does a lot of it. Wait a minute, wait. I want to ask you, do you tri-tip? Uh, you ever done tri-tip? That's a California, I have, that's a done, California thing. I've done tri-tip, but I haven't done a tri-tip on a smoker yet. Oh, you haven't? No. Um, what, what, what did you do when we went over uh, and the kids devoured them? Uh, it was burn ends uh, or. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. With the bacon. The, Here? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, uh, the, the pork belly burn ends. Oh, yeah. Those were, yeah, those, no, those no, 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 no. They those were, were amazing. No, but. I did the, uh, bacon wrapped, um, uh, fa- axis 
backstraps. Yeah, yeah. And Ooh. axis tenderloins. Yeah, those were oh, those, nice. those were. So you know how to do amazing. some axis. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. backstraps. Yep. I got a couple so of backstraps in the house. I don't know shit to do with it. But you uh, butterfly. I know them. my brisket. The, the easiest way you butterfly them. Uh-huh. You put a, a chunk of butter in that butterfly. Yeah. Salt, a little bit of pepper, just a little bit, and not over salt. And that's it. Cook a medium rare on a grill. Wow, so that's oh, easy. Yeah. That's the easiest way to so do it. Good. And then you can go. Shit you can get crazy that. after that. But if nice. for if you just want that true axis, like the the flavor that comes out of that yeah, deer, yeah, yeah, yeah. that is the best way to do it. Wow. Yep. Wow. Axes for everything. I make an Italian meat sauce out of uh-huh. it, John gave me. Oh, yeah. It's it's so good. So good. We yeah. had a we did took it for Christmas. I gave John a little bit because he gave me the thing and then uh uh-huh. had to go to That's, Christmas and they were it was all a bunch of bullshit food and I ate all my own pasta. My, my meal <laughs> my meal prep <laughs> is the last three deers that I that I got. <laughs> I got an axis and, and two white tails. I'm about ready to road shoot a fucking axis because I'm running out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got a place. We just gotta go down. Yeah camp we do. We do need to go, down. go to Campton. Yeah. We need to take the boys down there. We can go down there. Yeah. Watch you guys kill shit. Yeah if we can shoot five six axis that'd be great. Yeah they'd be they'd be happy if you guys shot five or six axis on their property I'm sure so yeah <laughs> how was your weekend? Shit Have no you, do you listen no to not this? this weekend the weekend before oh what was the weekend before? I don't know where are you at where, you? where was I at who knows I don't remember up north preparing for uh St. Patty's Day you were weren't you up a, north? That was a long time ago. Yeah, you weren't up north anywhere? No Anyways, oh. how was this weekend? This weekend was good. Uh, I went to check out Rednecks with Paychecks in St. Joe, Texas. Yeah. And because uh, we were going to see if we we're going to set up there and sell cigars. Yeah. And I think we probably will. Um, there was probably a thousand campers. And if I had to guess, four, four thousand people there. Oh. Uh, way bigger than I yeah. thought it would be. Yeah. Uh, and it was just huge fucking fuck you trucks that drove through <laughs> fuck you mud puddles uh, and side by sides that cost more than my big fuck you truck. Uh, <laughs> like it, it was insane. Uh, yeah. it, That's why it, it's called rednecks with paychecks. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely some paychecks there. So you didn't yeah. even talk about your truck there. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. no. There's no vehicle yeah. that any of us around here have. Yeah. Is, is, uh, well, no, I don't know about Jim. Jim's no. got, not, Jim's not got even, something not, like that. It's no. not lifted like that. Oh, it's not lifted. No. No. Not lifted like that. That ain't got shit. <laughs> no <laughs> oh, offense. Wow. You, you wouldn't want to get it that dirty. No. These guys. You need 60-inch tractor tires and a minimum of 1,000 horsepower. Wow. Yeah. And, and that's like entry level. Yeah. Wow. No, it was pretty insane. Uh, wow. So I, I was impressed with the turnout. I was impressed with the venue. Uh, they have another event in September. I think we're probably going to sell cigars there. Nice. Um, it should be pretty fun. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's what I did this weekend. And then, nice. uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, spent the night in uh, Dallas and uh, then came back the next day and recovered from that. And <laughs> yeah. So, John? Uh, Friday, Friday night, we did uh, the Hero Sports Cornhole Tournament here at uh, Warfighter Tobacco Studios in beautiful San Antonio. Um, and uh, what did I do Saturday? You slept in. Did I? No, that's Sunday. We'll get to this. We'll get hey, to Sunday. Don't, don't you sleep in from Monday through Friday? <laughs> He's getting While better. Dave's working? He's getting better. <laughs> um, so Saturday... Saturday night, I ended up going to Poor House. Uh, oh, this guy doesn't yeah. call anybody. No, I didn't. I didn't call anyone. Uh, no, I, just, I took Madison out to Poor House uh, because know, that band from St. Paddy's was playing. like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, went horse. Yeah. So went and hung out there for a little bit. And then uh, I fucking slept for like 12 hours Saturday night. And yeah, I didn't get. I, I didn't wake up until like I text, I know, 11 or noon. I texted John wow. at like 9 o'clock. Yeah. So, so. When we moved down here, John had one of my kitchen tables, right? So I'm like, oh, I, yeah. and I like, I got my house set up now. I'm ready for it finally. So I text him at like nine. I'm like, hey, John, can I come pick up that table now? And uh, <laughs> my nothing. phone's on do not disturb. Like, like, like I waited, I, I, I waited like 20 minutes. I texted Dave. I'm like, hey, Dave, can I come pick up that table? He's like, yeah. So I come pick up the table. I am like pulling into my house at I don't know 11 something. Yeah, like 11:30. Yeah. And John texts me. He's like, yeah, you can come pick it up. I'm like, I already got it. And I'm home. Like, thanks, <laughs> thanks. buddy. 
asshole. <laughs> uh, but then the rest of the day, Saturday, uh, I played around the pool. Um, so I'm about, by this weekend, the pool will be absolutely perfect, uh, except for the temperature. Yeah. <laughs> Saturday was a better day than Sunday. Like Saturday shouldn't have been. Yeah, a good no, day, I've been Saturday I've been fucking day. with the chemicals since yeah. uh, since I got the house. Essentially, when I got it, the pH was super high, um, the cyanuric acid was super high, and I had fucking no chlorine. And it's been a nightmare because every time a little bit adds, something gets locked in some fucking way—the yeah. pH lock or uh, chlorine you, lock or some you shit. You sound like fighting. you need a pool guy. Fuck no. <laughs> John needs he a better pool be hot. Yeah. <laughs> cool like oh, okay. We jump in this fucker. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So as soon as I get that dialed in, uh, firing up that pool heater nice. and uh, doing a pool party. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm ready. My speedo Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it'll, be, it'll be way before that. I got a speedo for that, John. <laughs> I got a speedo, and we can't wait, Scott. Yeah, oh, speedo. Man. Speedos are encouraged. Oh, they are. Yeah, oh. in your place. Yep. Woo. Just, just what a visual, just, huh, just what a visual. Just wait at home for the 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 uh-huh. mailed invite to uh-huh. show up. Okay, that might not ever come. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see your ass in a speedo. <laughs> Why? What the fuck? Why? I don't know. Well, you yeah. might look a little ugly, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Especially the way I've been carved up, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never, well, you never did talk about that. You want to talk about that? With what? You being all carved up? And oh shit? my god! Like a dude. goddamn turkey? Holy fuck! <laughs> like a freaking sliced pig hog. Dude. So we we moved down. You ever here. Ho- you ever cut a hog? You know you have yep. right. You cut a hog and yeah. you bleed it out, right? That's the way the VA did me. Nice. For, <laughs> that sounds about right. For well, the you VA. get guys who have got a medical license from like the University of Guadalajara Medical School. Okay. No. Hey, it's an accredited hey. college, sir. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Those people hooked me up, man. Hey, no lie. Scott's living on borrowed time. Yes, he, I am. He, he failed to mention this. Yeah. Yes, I have. He 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 he's living on borrowed it's hard time. Hard to talk so, about, but he's a, he's a new I've, man. I usually talk about to only my brothers. Yeah, but here I am. Well, talking we'll to let you. it go if you want, but. I, after I had my crest check, you know, my chest cracked open mm-hmm. uh, about almost uh, almost two years ago now. Yeah. Be almost two years here in a few more months. I ended up getting AAA. AAA is aortic abdominal aneurysm. A lot of people don't know what that is, but Scott got educated, of course. And so did Dave over there. Well, Dave actually knew. Dave knew what I went through. Because yeah. he dealt with it himself. Somebody he knew. Somebody in the family, I believe, or medically reason. Medical reason? He's an EMT. Yeah. EMT, yeah. He's an EMT. So he knows what a AAA is. What it is is an aneurysm that's built up over time okay. in your body. A lot of people just walk around through their whole life, don't even know they even have it. They don't. Yeah. It was buried, buried in back near my spine. It's your main artery runs through your body, through your top to the bottom, all through your legs, arms, everything, right? Well, I went in there because I had a little uh, issue, which I was lucky to have because a lot of times there's no warning sign. Like heart attacks, the triple bypasses, there's always warning signs for those, you know, chest pains, all that stuff, right? Arm hurts, right? This one is nothing, but I got lucky there was one. I had a little constipation issues. Scott couldn't poop. And I'm a pooper. <laughs> hey, I'm an every, I'm I'm everyday guy. For bro. a lot of the people, especially the listeners, uh, and maybe a sponsor or two, uh, pooping is a way of life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sure the hell is, especially when you go every day. So when you all of a sudden stop pooping, hey, something's wrong. Something's <laughs> definitely wrong. So this went on for two weeks, Jim. two fucking weeks guy two weeks of taking pills trying to show it (laughs) you you can say shit on this show okay we can say shit okay (laughs) i guess so i already said f-u-c-k right Right, right. (laughs) anyway uh i had issues going on a lot of pain in the middle of the night okay so i said you know what? i bet you probably did wait i'm fixed to go on vacation bro to go visit my grandkids my kids and everything right in a week i said you know, I'm going to take my ass in the emergency room. I'm having too much pain. Yeah. Took my ass in the emergency room, did a CT scan. I had three white coats walk in just like they did for the drop triple bypass. Oh, geez. Yeah. This don't look good. Three white coat doctors yeah. walk into you in the emergency room, talk to you. That's not a good fucking sign. I'm going to tell you right yeah. now. So anyway, they explained it all to me. 
I said, what's my options, doc? Well, I can let you go out this door right now, she says. I guarantee you 90 minutes or 90 days, you'll be dead. Wow. You'll be done. Toast. I said, why is that? I said, because you'll bleed out in less than five minutes. Because when an aneurysm busts in your body, it's done. Yeah. Yeah. There's no warning sign, no nothing. It just happens. I said, well, what's option C? (laughs) There ain't none. She says, option B is upstairs in two hours and get you done. Get you in there and get it out. All right. Then I asked her, I said, I'm going to ask you something. How many has you ever done? I've done 26, she said. 26 exactly. Fuck, sign me up. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I said, how many successful? That's a great you, follow-on. You got, that's ask. a great follow-on. You got to ask that, You got to be 26 or 26, <laughs> sweetheart. Yeah. She bet over 500? 26. Okay. 26 okay. out of 20. I said, you're it. Yeah. You're in, baby. You're going to be inside my love. <laughs> that's it. So Jesus. I went upstairs. So I had to bring my wife in from work. Yeah. Explain it all to her. You know, this is like, I have no preparation for this. Right. Yeah. You know, like trip bypass. I think you're a, going in for an enema. <laughs> I had a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I had a few days of preparation for the trip bypass, right? Yeah. You get your mindset. Yeah. You know, honestly, I think it's better just to go in. <laughs> yeah, you don't have time to think yeah. about it. Right, you don't have no time to think about right. it. It has to be done no matter what. Yep. I'm going to be dead. So, uh, brought me upstairs, told the wife I'll be out in about seven, eight hours. Eight hours passes by. Nobody, no Scott came out. Yeah. Right? This nurse walks down the hallway. My wife says, oh, wait, wait a minute. Stop for a second. Can you find out about my husband, Scott Warner? He's back there in the back somewhere. You know, it's supposed to be, I'm supposed to, nobody gave her no updates, bro. Mm-hmm. Eight hours sitting there. Yeah. yeah. So she says, let me go check. Comes back, says, ah, the longer it's going to take. This is a very difficult son of a bitch. Yeah. You know? Uh, and they thought it was a five centimeter, which they usually burst at five. Mm-hmm. I had one almost at nine centimeters, about the size of my fist. So you're, my you're an overachiever. Yeah, I'm an overachiever. <laughs> I, I got to make sure. Damn. I got to make sure that I'm on. I'm on. You know, right there. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yep. So of course they got me out after ten hours. Wow. Yeah, ten hours under the knife. Yeah. Now the open heart was six and a half hours. Do they tag? I mean, do, seriously, this is serious. Do they tag team? The surgeon, or is that she? She's just hand jamming ten hours. Actually, you know what she told me? She told me she brought in a specialist, a guy that she knows does CrossFit, mm. who okay. works out all the time. Right? Well, good for him. Apparently, he yeah. Right, he works out. He's he really buff because she knew looking at my size, you know, and my, sure. you know, she says bringing you back together, you know, bringing you in together. She would need somebody strong. Sure. Yeah. So she brought him in. She called him in. He came in a couple hours after she started. She sure. brought me in together. Nice. Just sew me up. Yeah. Sew me up. Like, I mean, man, they went in there. So I didn't realize how much it was because I didn't educate myself. I didn't yeah. have time to educate myself before I went in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get time to educate yourself till after. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, I wonder what they just did. Yeah. Look it up. <laughs> it's not pretty. How long is your recovery time for that? Uh, oof. Six months. <sighs> oh, wow. Holy Christ, dude! I was in and out of hospital several times with complications. You had some, you had some infections. You had some infections, right? Yeah, I had infections. I had a necrasia, they call it, in four different spots. I had one big one up here, and they put the wound vac bag. I don't know if y'all know what a wound vac bag is. Let me tell you something. I kind of was skeptical about that at first. Yeah, that sucker, man, sucked that thing up. Or I got something this size now. Yeah, versus. And it was deep. Yeah. I mean, I could almost see my rib bones. Oh, yeah. Bad. Yeah. It was bad, dude. And carrying this thing around me every day for three months, dude. So anyway, after the surgery, I had complications. They warned you of eight different complications. Yeah. One, the most major was the kidney coming the, back. Okay. You know, bringing it back up on, you know, because they take a lot of shit out of you. Yeah. You know, they cut a lot of things off. Yeah. Well, you hadn't pooped in weeks, so they took a lot of shit out of you. Right. Oh, they took a lot of shit out of you. <laughs> a lot. You're welcome. Man, they showed me the bag. <laughs> <laughs> they showed you the bag. <laughs> Jim liked that did, one. Did you, ask, did, they, did you ask for the bag or did they just show you the bag? <laughs> I, I wanted to see the bag. <laughs> <laughs> you know how Army guys are. We got to yep. see everything. What'd you take for me? I need I need to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. 
So anyways, after three days, I had no circulation. One of the problems was circulation through the legs, which okay. I only had one problem with that. So I went back into surgery again for another two and a half hours to put a large-ass stint into my leg to open up circulation. Okay. That's why I have this damn thing strapped to my leg, as you've noticed. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was an ankle bracelet. Well, you know. <laughs> I, I would have got a prettier one if it was an ankle bracelet. <laughs> this is a VA gift. <laughs> VA gift. Anyway, so I went back to another operation. We did an necrosia, just dug it all out, all the dead dead tissue. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, so we move here, and I see Scott like once or twice. <laughs> and then he disappeared. That's because you never were here, bro. You kept he- he- right? on around. Right. Well, it John, took, it, John yeah, I was doing events at yeah, his yeah. place and everything. <laughs> with, with, but, but then, but then, two years later, I see Scott again for the first time. Mm-hmm. Like two fucking years later. Like it was a long time, man. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so uh, that's where we are today. Uh, here you go. But I, I think uh, it's probably time to wrap this, boys. It yes, is sir. okay. And. uh I just want to thank you guys for being my freedom friends. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I do have to say it is, is, it is the 18th anniversary of the invasion of Iraq. Ooh, is nice. it really? It is, is the 18th. Well, Tuesday it, was. Yeah, so, I feel I, old. Right? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. When they went in and did it right and finished it. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That's how it works, He's brother. still kind of trying to finish it, I think. <laughs> well, we're politics. not good at that anymore. The politics. Yeah. But anyway, so I just want to thank you guys for being my freedom friends and thank you all fuckers out there for listening to this shit show. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to all of our sponsors, Warfighter Tobacco, Wellness.us, Aaron Robertson Insurance Group. Big shout out to Scott from Redland Cigars for coming out and being on the show tonight. Thank you. And uh, it's just three little things. Three little things. Three little things. Had a great time, guys. Awesome. Really did. Had a great That's time. Great. That's great. Appreciate the invite. Scott, really you want to start us with the three oh, things? Oh, let's go with uh, we're supposed to smoke on. That is correct, okay. sir. Drink on. Drink Ooh, on. Fuck. We almost got it. God damn it, boys. And, and, and. We got to freedom the, the fuck, fuck on. on. Hell yeah. Yep. Cheers, kid. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Thank you. Thank Cheers. And Cheers, uh, don't forget brother, to uh, tell your mom, tell your friends, tell your friends, mom. Or tell your mom's friends. Or whatever the hell Mikey says. <laughs> tell your friends, mom. I like that one better. This is a great podcast, guys. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I had a great time with you guys. I appreciate it. And we will see Thanks you. Thanks for the invite. Thank you. And we'll see all you fuckers next week.